0: Welcome to Live with Dom Marie here at Dom Marie Healthy and Fit. Every week we bring you amazing stories from around the world. And today I am honored to say I have a fabulous author coming on board today with her amazing book. The author is Morgan Wider and her book is called The Worthy Wardrobe. Here is a quote from one of her pages. Whatever you long to be or do or have, you're worthy of it. Now, let's get you wardrobed that reflects you. This book is incredible. Stay tuned for Morgan to come on and explain how she started to write this book and her entire life. Welcome, Morgan.
1: Thank you for having me. I am just excited because... The moment we met, I just love everything
0: that you're about. Oh, thank you. And I gotta tell you, I, lo- I sent you a whole bunch of questions for the podcast today, but reading the book, I have everything highlighted. So <laughs> we might switch some things up a little bit.
1: Let's do it. I, I like to just go with the book. I read them, but. And i have ideas but i just i want i want this to
0: be fun and real so yeah yeah go. you know what and that's why i do it live so there is no editing and when i have a blooper it's a blooper <laughs>
1: <laughs> bloopers are the story of my life so <laughs>
0: well i am super excited to have you i mean that i i already spoke a phrase when i Announced that you're coming on live before you got on live on my podcast, and I took a quote from your book that you wrote. It's just so incredible. So, everybody, this is Morgan's brand new book. It is called The Worthy Wardrobe. Yes, this book is therapy. This book. Is enchanting, enlightening, inspiring, pick you up. It's like she's reading your mind because this book will relate to anybody in the world. So, Morgan, before we get started, where can they find this book today and order it?
1: Thank you for those words. It is on Amazon. Great. Pretty much wherever else books are sold. If you look on Amazon, there's an ebook version for those of you on Kindle.
0: I love it, and it's it and it's really great. And another thing I love about it is it's pure white paper. I believe in pure white paper because you can read better on pure white paper. And I love that the writing is large, so I actually don't really need my glasses, but sometimes I do.
1: I'm trying to be considered for all everyone involved. Yes, every detail matters. So
0: I'm glad you noticed that. I noticed. I noticed. I mean, I have two books published. And my first one, the print was super huge um, because, I, lo- as you know, I live with multiple sclerosis. So sometimes my eyes aren't working quite right. And then I'll admit to it, yeah, I'm getting older. And I need glasses.
1: But yours are always cute, so there's that. <laughs> and I so, need glasses and I was... Said
0: it, so yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right Morgan let's just get right to this because there is a phrase and you have your book there so I would really love you to read this I'm going to tell you where to go. It's okay. where your author's notes are. It is the beginning of your second chapter on that page right here I have it highlighted. It you is do. fabulous. I would really love to you love for you to read this out loud so everybody can hear it from your own voice. Okay. This
1: is the first time I've done this out loud actually, so thank you for like letting me do this. So the author's note of the worthy wardrobe, it says, turns out I was writing my healing into existence. As I wrote this style guide, I began to heal myself from feelings of being invisible, inadequate, and unworthy. The worthy wardrobe has become my love letter to my former and current selves. To the little girl who felt excluded on the playground, to the teenager without a prom date, to the 29-year-old who didn't know how to answer the boyfriend who always asked, what's wrong with you? To the 32-year-old jumping from job to job, hoping that maybe one of them wasn't all that miserable, to the current 36-year-old with more questions than answers. This book is also a love letter to you, and that's why I wrote this.
0: That is the most powerful opening to a book. I was like, this is being highlighted. I just you're going on my new part of my website on healing books. I am starting a new page on all the books that I truly believe in that are insightful, that are healing and that people need to read. And I need to announce that today that your book is going to be on my website. Such an honor. Thank
1: you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: So, Morgan, let's get back to a little bit before you became an author. You are a stylist. Reading what you just wrote about your childhood, talking about where, you know, where am I going? What am I doing? What can, is the next job that I'm not going to hate? and moving forward we all face these things so please tell me about how you got into being the career before you wrote the book of being a stylist
1: yeah it's an interesting story because people think as a wardrobe stylist I always looked good or I always had a happy relationship with clothes but I didn't I grew up with a mother who loved clothes. So I was always, she was always taking me shopping and trying to put me in frilly dresses that I hated. And I, so I had a closet full of them. I didn't feel confident wearing them. I had big hips. I was wearing husky clothes. Um, I wanted to be taken seriously for being smart. So I, I shied away from looking pretty and feeling good about myself for most of my life, gone Marie. And my love of clothes is what got me into Business of fashion merchandising. So I was like you, you know, I was behind product and I knew the numbers. And then I realized that there was something deeper I wanted to do with my life. The retail industry is great, but it can be exhausting and you can get burnt out. So, <laughs> yes. Right? You know, so it's an intense, it's an intense career. So I made the leap of faith into wardrobe styling because I love to shop and I knew how to shop and I knew that the dynamics of what made a smart purchase and I liked helping women purge. Um, So I became a wardrobe stylist, but that forced me to step out and become the face of a brand and to get visible. And that was scary. Uh, Yeah.
0: Wearing the clothes that
1: I always bought but never got comfortable wearing. And that's what led to the wardrobe stylist. I realized this is deeper than just clothes. It's helping women love themselves, feel good about themselves, make their lives easier each morning. Mm -hmm. And that then evolved into the book.
0: Wow, that's just that that that's the whole package. That's incredible. That's
1: the whole thing. Yeah. And you we know,
0: yeah. And in the beginning, when you were explaining that to us, you talked about wearing clothes you weren't comfortable in, but you bought them. And as women and men and young women and young men, the world of fashion is a difficult world to be in the world of shopping is a difficult world. You know you go in and i got i have to say this because my entire career was in retail i it was not what i expected it to be i wanted to be this famous you know artist around the world i still i still love art i love it i draw all the time but i couldn't pay the bills i couldn't get into the job i wanted to get into so i got in like you said into a job that kind of related to me but didn't but I had. To, we were told we had to wear certain clothing to work. So, for instance, Victoria's Secret. Back then, we all, as managers, had to be in suits and pantyhose, and wow. you know, our nails had to be a certain length, and we always had to be mm, seductive, but not too classy. seductive, but classy, and. Wow. Yeah, and that was, this is like back, okay? So my- That in the field. That I was in the field. Um, and my dear friend Jenna is on watching the show today. And Jenna was also a district sales manager in the world of retail. And um, it that's difficult because you're trying to sell and you kind of look at the person when they come out and you're like, that doesn't look good. And I would always tell them, Really? Do you want my honest opinion? Because that does not work for you.
1: Yeah, it's a challenge, you know. Shopping, and also part of the why I wrote this book is so that women know that like there's nothing wrong with you and your body. The retail industry makes it difficult, like the size scales, the fit, the all yeah. of these things. Like you have to find the brand that works for you. It takes effort, and no matter your body type or your size, right, or your age there's a challenge for everything. Like I've been, like you, you've been around models and glamorous people and there's certain things that they don't like to their body either. It was hard to fit for them too, so the grass is not greener at all.
0: Right, okay, so let's talk about that really quick, because this is one thing that I had to purge this yeah. last year in my closet. And Jenna knows this because I purge all the time. But there are things I hold on to and I don't know why. Okay. But, You know in my 50s I mean come on my body is not the same anymore as when I was in my 30s or my 40s I mean before kids I was 98 pounds right just a stick after kids my body
1: I don't know what that looks
0: like (laughs) a stick
1: I came out the room with hips and I could like no
0: But you know, the best part of life right now is the fact that I am Kirby. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. When you look back at art, and I know that you had you've you've done this studying fashion, when you look back at art in the history, the women were not thin. No. You they know, were happened. curvy and fabulous. And
1: the that happened was because how the retail industry started to value thinness was because when clothes started getting mass produced, it was cheaper
0: and easier to, to make them thinner. They were straight up and down than curvy. So right. That is only why, and that is the
1: only reason why people about like the retail industry made us think like, that thin was great because it was easier and cheaper to make straight up and down than having to measure exact proportions for a remote size. That's it. It was a business decision. Because yes curves were absolutely valued and were adored prior to the industrial revolution.
0: Thank you for saying that. <laughs> that was said perfectly. Okay. So there were things in my wardrobe. Yeah,
1: what what were you keeping?
0: I was holding on to damn clothes that said zero. Who in the hell is a zero? That's how skinny I was. Because I was so stressed out trying to be a mom and do everything in the world. And I wasn't eating. And that's before I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And it was just, it was a stressful time in my life. But I don't know why. And then finally one day I just looked at it and I'm like, you make me unhappy. Why am I holding on to you? So I went through everything, tried on what fit me when I am inflamed from the disease, what fit me when I'm comfortable, what fit me if I'm working out in the gym and I'm training? Well, what if I don't want to train for four months or a year and my body gets a little more curvy? So I've got three sections of my wardrobe now.
1: And this, it probably feels so much better not having. I had that. Mix, um, that used to have me when I moved to Atlanta. I gained that much weight because stress and bad relationships. And I had my clothes to New York when I was thinner, and I would see them every morning, and I felt like a failure. Like, I would walk into my closet and see, like, oh, this, this is the person I used to be, and I'm not her anymore. And instead of acknowledging who I was now, mm-hmm. I felt bad. So I'm sure getting rid of those zeros made you feel so much better.
0: I'm like, goodbye, goodbye to the one, goodbye no, to the two, out. goodbye to the three, goodbye to the four. Now my closet is six, eight, and sometimes a ten. Because yeah. my body with this disease fluctuates, Depending Absolutely. on what is happening to me and how I'm feeling.
1: And I even tell people And even stress. Even, you mentioned yeah, stress if your body you fluctuate for one reason, but I tell women it can happen fast quickly and fast. But I tell women, even if you get that down to that smaller size mm-hmm. that you were, do you really want to be wearing jeans from freshman year of college? Because <laughs> like, I mean, this case you can wear it doesn't mean Wear. Like it does it mean that you need to wear it. And the woman that, if you are size, you know, whatever the woman you are now does all the work to get to that smaller size, that new woman deserves new clothes. Like, don't torture yourself by putting yourself in, in in clothes from twenty years ago. No, let it go.
0: Yes, <laughs> right here. It's all right here, Morgan. This book is going to go through the roof i'm telling you um i it's so true why i know why we do it it's society of why we do it but i love the fact that there are brands today that really celebrate every woman absolutely every woman short like me five foot two who the heck would ever have thought I would be asked to model at 49 years old? Really?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, really? Like, yeah. what? Well, and, it's, you know, it was the beginning of the new demographics.
1: And it makes business sense. Like, lo and behold, people are realizing that the whole world is not six feet size zero models, you know, like.
0: Yeah, there's one, there's are, one yeah. store, and I'm not going to mention the name, but everyone's going to know when I say this. One size fits all. And every single person that shops in this store is a zero and a stick because they're still in their 16, 17, 18, 19 right. years old. Right. I'm like in That's there looking like, where are the sizes? What do you mean one size? I talk
1: about that in the book, but one similar story. Remember the store 579? There's a store yes. five seven nine. And I went in there in my when I was in middle school wearing a size thirteen and I didn't realize that five seven nine was the sizes and it was such an awful moment for me and my mom. Mm-hmm. And like that like that was uh late nine, early 90s, early nineties, like nineties, something like that. So this was before size inclusivity became a thing and yeah, it makes good business sense now to accommodate all sizes.
0: I because I mean you don't walk into a restaurant and accommodate the seat for the size. A seat has to fit everybody's ass. Right? Sure. I so, of I <laughs> of that. No. so, you don't walk into a furniture store no. and there's size, well there is sizes of furniture depending upon yes. where you live and what type of home you have. But in reality, when you really think about it, you don't buy a car for the size of the seat.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It fits, it fits you. It fits you. So
0: why, so with the world moving forward and you writing this incredible book, it just makes sense. It
1: totally yeah. And we need more of it. We absolutely, I'm 5'10", so like we try to find tall pants sometimes that are well made. <laughs>
0: That's hard for you, but then those pants fit me because I'm 5'2" like like all the pants I I c- you're
1: probably cut and altered though right
0: <laughs> <laughs> every single dress i buy is cut and altered because they're all too long
1: same for me though but that's because my chest is smaller than my hips so i think it's am taking it on the side but like and it- i talk about that of like every woman needs alterations of some type and to like accept that, find a good type of filler, stop trying to force your body to fit clothes when you can just make literally change clothes to fit your body.
0: Exactly. I mean, yes. I have purchased larger clothing and then have it fitted to my my chest, to my waist, to my bottom, absolutely. and to my height.
1: As you should. Mm-hmm. We have to. We absolutely have to.
0: Okay, so there is another quote here in your book. That I love becoming visible.
1: Ooh, yeah.
0: Explain yeah. that to me, becoming and our viewers. Visible, yeah.
1: Becoming visible for me was, um, as I mentioned, I didn't like myself. I didn't want any additional attention on myself, so I literally tried to hide. And my version of hiding was a move of like sweatpants, boys' husky clothes, long baggy cardigans. That was my way of hiding. Um, For other women, it could be loose maxi dresses, oversized clothing, whatever your moo is. That kept me, or tried to keep me invisible to the rest of the world, because if people saw me, I was scared that they would see my insecurities, they'd see my weight, they would see that I wasn't perfect. And so I wanted to play small, and so, the goal of the book and the goal of my work and the goal that I had to honor for myself is acknowledging that I'm worthy of being seen and that my, my voice matters, my opinion matters, that I have something to offer and that that needs to be recognized.
0: So true. So yeah, true.
1: Yeah, if you have to own the fact that you... You want like there's nothing better than being seen by people and truly seen and appreciated, but you have to give them the opportunity to do so. So when you're hiding behind a black or baggie baggy, or some, for some women it's too much makeup or too much jewelry, which
0: is also mm-hmm. still a way of- Hiding.
1: Of hiding, it's a beautiful thing when people can see you and acknowledge you, but you have to give them the opportunity
0: to. Exactly, and that's such a true statement for anybody in the world. And I truly hope that this episode of Live with Domery goes viral because every woman, young teenager, mother, grandmother, father, boyfriend, husband needs to hear this because it is not just the woman. Men go through this as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And you mentioned in the earlier comments, you mentioned stress stress releases cortisol, which then either makes us lose tons of weight and then we are the stick and the unhealthy one, or the cortisol cortisol goes the other way, like me, and it skyrockets and it's like a living atom bomb from our brain to our body and we gain weight, we stress out, we may not be eating Anything different, we could be eating the same meals, but we're gaining weight. And that Your is body all. Is literally in an inflamed state. Exactly. Yeah. And so the reason why I really love one, the book, reading the book, I, I I've highlighted so many things that are just so incredible is the fact of the worthy, the word worthy. We are all worthy of our life. Absolutely. Right? We Absolutely. were all born for a reason, time, and place. Yep. Morgan? That's yeah, the
1: thing that you can do, and I think a lot, especially with made we're some ways taught that we have to earn our worthiness like you have to either do something you have to be the smartest or you have to marry someone in relationship status like those sometimes are like those are the indicators we've been taught that you're worthy of being noticed or if you're thin or if you have big boobs those are the things and i start the book with my spiritual principles to help us realize like you're you're born with it like there's not like whatever god you pray to or or you speak to or the universe created mm-hmm. you worthy and that's why you're here and exactly that's why you that, and you have that purpose and that the purpose needs like you aren't for that purpose to be fulfilled you have to know that you're worthy because you'll act like it if you act on your purpose
0: love that thank you for saying that because we are all born worthy of and perfect who we are and we are all born perfect yep. Within ourselves. Within ourselves. It is not perfect in a lineup of fashion model to nine-year-old to pageants to this or to that. It is, we are perfect within our own skin.
1: Absolutely.
0: For who we are because we bring forth our personal journey of learning and moving forward. And that's what you've done with this book. Thank
1: you. And even for you, for example, like your body, quote, unquote, may not be deep, perfect because of MS, but it's perfect for your purpose. And so like if you mm-hmm. didn't have it, like this is part of your purpose to to give a community a space for other women and or people, everyone actually not just men and women or however you identify, that's part of your purpose. So like mm-hmm. we have to think through and, and tell ourselves that everything I've been given or everything I was born with is perfect for me and perfect for the work that I'm meant to do. And the sooner you can own that, the easier life becomes.
0: I love that. Can you please say that again? Much louder so you're like on my audio over here that's even louder when podcasters are hearing it.
1: The sooner you can realize that everything you've been given in life is part of your purpose and that's what makes you perfect, the easier life becomes for you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And it's, it's so true. It's so true. Do you know practical. I went years hating myself and thinking I was being haunted and what the frick was wrong with me? And you know, the diagnosis. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A,
0: it's, a it's a nightmare. Well, you don't have to have a disease to go through those thoughts.
1: No, I did.
0: Uh, You don't. And I find that the more that I reach out and I talk to more women and men in general, we all need to just wake up in the morning like I have learned to do every day for the last two years. And even when I don't want to, and I just want to stay in bed, the first thought in your head is how your day is going to go. I'm sure you probably wake up saying I am worthy. Some days. Some days.
1: I got a tattoo on my wrist, my...
0: I saw that on your on your Instagram. And by the way, you got to follow her on her Instagram. Amazing Instagram, very insightful, beautiful messages. I love that you tattooed worthy on your arm you're worthy you're positive you're inspiring you're lovable you're adorable you're insightful you're strong you're fierce
1: and i wrote this to remind like as i said i had to remind myself like you, the teacher is always the student first and so like i this is not me trying to preach anything to anybody that i haven't been through or i haven't experienced it some days I need a reminder that like you're worthy of all the things that come to you because it's it's Mm -hmm. a constant like learning loving yourself is not a destination it's a journey that you have to choose every single day like you have to choose like you said I have to choose each morning how Mm -hmm. my day to go and that's something I think that we think of like self-care that like you take a bubble bath and like poof yeah. You know, yeah. Like, it's,
0: it's, I hate baths. <laughs> I do not take bubble baths. Bath. <laughs>
1: I'm about this. I don't
0: understand. Like, I, I, I can't I can't do it. I keep
1: like I run, I'm five ten, right? So I run all of this water to try to fill it, so like I'm covered, and then water splashing everywhere, and I get in, and then it gets lukewarm.
0: Later, <laughs> so I'm like, what am I even doing here? <laughs> I would rather jump in a pool or go to the ocean. I cannot take a bubble bath, but I have so many dear friends that sit in the bath for hours and I read. And I love my friends, but
1: do not send me another bath bomb because I'm not. Gonna <laughs>
0: Okay, I'd rather stay in the shower and do my shower meditation. Water, trickling, breathing in. Um, sometimes I even go and put high, um, flowers in the shower, or um, a plant in the shower, and it releases that special oxygen that mists oh. in the room. And I cannot think. I cannot think of the name of the plant. It's purple. And now it's purple. Um, lavender. Oh, yeah. Lavender relaxes you. It just, like, releases this entire gorgeous scent. It's just amazing. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's get back to worthy wardrobe instead of bathtubs. Yes. And, by the way, bathtubs are not a one size. They are a size that everyone can pretty much fit in. It's not like clothing. I know.
1: It's really lovely. to know that my big self is not going
0: to be So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, I would love to have you read. uh it's before chapter one that says perfect. It is actually on page twenty four. I highlighted it with a giant heart because I love this phrase.
1: There, twenty four. Yep. Oh yeah. This is how I. Okay. Um, this is how I started the book quiz, or go into the real part of the book. Whatever you want to be, or do, or have, you're worthy of it. Now let's get you a wardrobe that reflects that. And so we can't talk about clothes without talking about knowing the truth.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, so. every time I had a client, most of my, all the, most
1: of the clients that I work with, they find me when they're ready to go shopping and they know that they want to change. I've had a few clients, though, who did not know that they were worthy, and they were looking for, like, a quick fix, and it didn't matter what I on. Like, if you don't like how you, if you don't like yourself, you're not going to like yourself in any type of outfit or any type of clothes. So my work just became a challenge, which is also the driving force of this book.
0: Yeah, and that's so true. Like, you can go into any store, anywhere in the world, and in your mind, you have, like, this is what I need, mm-hmm. and you're not going to find it.
1: Because yep. you don't feel like you look good at Because you, you don't, don't feel,
0: feel worthy. Absolutely. And that is a real shame in our world because we need to change that. And Absolutely. I am all about be your best advocate. Keep mm. inspiring the world. Move forward with love for yourself. Love yourself. Look in the mirror and say, I love you.
1: And do it over and over and over.
0: Again. Over and over that's and that's over that's because... The chemical releases in the brain when you speak positively, read positively, and put colors around you that are bright and beautiful and alive, you start to feel that.
1: Yes. And then you start to create it.
0: And then so you start a
1: positive environment those decisions will help, like, it's it's science. You will literally start to mm-hmm. regret it for
0: yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Incredible. Um, I mean, th- I swear to God, this book, was, it's gonna be on the number one bestsellers list. Oh, Every appreciate. woman in the world needs this book. All right, so, I'm gonna ask you a question because this is going to come about as you tour and talk about your book. What is the one thing that you have heard since you released your book for um in the field that you want to debunk. I sent you this question.
1: The one thing that I've heard while I know um
0: that you want to debunk about the book. People are gonna say, Well, you know, we've already had this. Well, these are in these articles and at Cosmopolitan and da-da-da-da-da, and you know, in general, right? Yeah. People are going to debunk the book for whatever reasons because right. they don't feel like they're worthy. So yeah, how are you going to come back and tell them? I think the the
1: the, the hesitation for some women is like I don't I don't need another style guide I don't I don't you know I don't care to think about clothes or they don't really matter um, or what's so different about your book than any other book that that's about fashion and I my debunking of that is that it's always than clothes. Clothes are a barometer for how you feel about yourself. So mm-hmm. my goal is to help you love yourself and feel good about yourself. And that's mostly what this book is about. Style and clothes come into it, but this book is not going to tell you to own a black pencil skirt. This book is not going to tell you why you need a pair of black pumps. Like this book is going to help you feel good about yourself and learn how to shop smartly for yourself so that when it is time to go shopping, you can decide if you need the pair of black pumps or if you don't, but that's an empower choice that you're making and not something that a magazine or a fashion editor is telling you to do.
0: Love that answer. Thank you. Thanks. Very, po- A very, very powerful answer. So, you're ready. You're ready to go on tour. <laughs> okay. So, how would you like to connect today with my listeners after everything we've already just said, how you... have We're ready to debunk what people are gonna come at you because we all have that black dress. We all have that black shoe. We all have the casual wear. We all have the cozy wear to sit down and cry and watch a movie and eat a big thing of chocolate. Whatever it is, we all have those things in our closets and we all have those clothes that do not fit us. Why are we holding on to them?
1: the reason I think a lot of us are holding on to, when I say when you're when you're holding on to things in your closet, it's either not accepting the past and you're holding on to the past, or you're not and you're scared of the future. And I think that you have to really live in the present moment and know that, A, the past is done. Forgive yourself for, for forgive your body for changing, forgive yourself for the decisions that you made, life's supposed to evolve, and then don't worry about the future like you can't predict whether or not you're going to ever get back into those size zeros or um whether or not like or don't live in the future i i used to buy clothes and say one day i'll wear them no what if that day never comes so like owning this present moment is what's so important and it tells god or the universe that you trust it or her or him whoever you believe in of god that you'll always be provided for so that's why i say like you have to just live in the present and know that everything's going to be okay you can let go of the past like just shedding that past those clothes so many women when i go into their closets they're scared to do it like oh my god you've gotten rid of all my clothes but Going into your closet becomes happier, more enjoyable experience. You have more space to fill it with things that honor who you are right now. Facebook and IG are for memories, not your closet. You don't need any closet.
0: Okay. That last, that, all of that was incredible, but please say that last line one more time.
1: Facebook and IG are for memories, not your closet.
0: Oh, God, I love that. Okay, you need to like add that somewhere on your website or that's a t-shirt, holy crap. Every time I do an interview, someone says something that I'm like, that's a t-shirt. (laughs) oh my gosh that was incredible so i have i do have evening gowns that i have worn to events you know being the wife of a corporate very powerful man and having to go to all of these gala events and charity events and they're so beautiful and i spent a lot of money to let them go but they're never gonna fit me again <laughs> and I was gonna ask, okay,
1: so, so i have two things about evening gowns and evening gowns are my favorite thing to talk about first thing is i tell a lot of people to shop for evening gowns all of the time so wherever uh. you have your favorite outlet like i love neiman marcus outlet Saks outlet go when you ever Nordstrom outlet
0: tj the- yeah, max
1: track. yes all of those check for your check for your evening gowns even when you don't have anywhere to go because oftentimes you get caught up in like the day before. Oh my God, I need a dress, so you go to Bloomingdale's or Saks, and you spend full price on a dress that you probably only wear once, and then you run the risk of seeing your twin because your twin might have gone, you know, somewhere. <laughs>
0: Okay, that <laughs> so whatever, totally it's happened.
1: So, it's totally happened because everyone's going to the same department store of like the day before. So if you buy things off-season, you save money, so you feel a little less guilty if it's all being more at once. And then you have time to get altered and all those things secondly when if when, if you got all the wear out of your dress that it can or if it doesn't fit think about donating it um like the project proms like when young women can use their dresses for prom dresses um or other like your business clothes dress for success is an organization that's near and dear to my heart because your clothes can be a blessing to someone else who's in need so that always helps me let go of things because i know someone else is going get, to gonna
0: get used to it. I need that. Can you put that on your story today, the actual yes. information of the foundation of Dress for Success? Yes.
1: Because... Yeah, I, they have national shop they're nationwide. Uh,
0: I need I'll to send on. them a ton of clothes because, yeah, I mean, I, I did get rid of all of my old Victoria's Secret clothing. I did get rid of all my pregnancy clothing. I did get rid of a lot. I, I do get rid of a lot. Jenna, okay. if you're still on, Send a bunch of hearts right now because you know I sent her home with garbage bags of stuff. stuff, Like just hand it out to whoever you think needs it. Yeah, Um, absolutely.
1: And there's foundations that come to your house too, like the Kidney Foundation. Like they'll come and pick up clothes. So sometimes people want to, you know, it's easier to let go if you know where you're closing. or a woman's shelter, um, ask them if they are accepting donations, churches. Yeah.
0: But right now during COVID, they're not allowing us to do they're that. not allowed.
1: So COVID's a little tricky. So that, so, some mm-hmm. of your, your evening dresses, you, there's are consignment stores that are accepting things too. So that's something if you want to get a little cash back, that's an option too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have consigned before. Mm-hmm. I have brought a bunch of things that I knew. You know what, no matter how much I train, no matter what it is, my age group and my body right now is never going to be that again. And I need to embrace who I am today, you You know? Yeah. So it is what it is, you know? Got to just go with the flow and just do it. And I'm going to have to purge my closet again. I think I just purged it two months ago and then...
1: Well, now, like, I got to purge not, again. <laughs> we're going into fall, and so like, and, and this year has just been hmm. an interesting year, right? So like usually when I'm purging at the end of the summer going into fall, I'm looking at how I worn this, I'm like, not like why haven't I worn this way to let it go. This year, a lot of my stuff didn't get worn the way that I would, so I'm giving myself a little bit of grace. Um, just because this, this year's been different, to say the least.
0: Exactly. And I think a lot of us might even hold on to some things during this past year of 2020 because we never did get to wear them. We never got to go out to that social exactly. event or whatever we were planning on doing. And uh, I thought we were going to be back in Maui, Robert and I, for our, our wedding anniversary. And I... Went crazy shopping on Camilla. I would love. I love Camilla, and bought two weeks worth of clothing. Yes,
1: but wow. outside will open up again. The world. Will
0: it be will. Awesome. It will. It totally will, and it'll but be. into
1: the sales. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: but let's go back to where you said you love to shop, and you named all of my favorite stores. I even write <laughs> about these stores in my book, Finding the Sun Through the Clouds, because during that time frame when I didn't know what was wrong with me my best friend Jenna and I would do shopping therapy. Oh, retail therapy. Retail therapy. We both worked in the world forever but then after kids and life and whatever and shopping is therapy but I will pay It's dangerous. It's dangerous. I will pay full price for the stores you do not get a sale on like Louie or Chanel but everything other than that i'm shopping at tj maxx i'm shopping at nordstrom rack i'm shopping wherever there is a sale because working in retail my entire life
1: no, no same it
0: all. goes on sale yep
1: you know and the markup you absolutely
0: know yes absolutely. Yeah. Yep. so, so
1: that's why like i have uh, on pair of st john knit pants, black knit pants I got in North Rack for like maybe a quarter of what their ticket price was.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean there are things in my closet that are worth a lot of money and I I I was like, okay, I'm worthy of this. I deserve this.
1: Buy it in
0: your budget. Right. But then it's like, but I'm not paying that for a black dress when I can go down to TJ Maxx and get it for twelve ninety nine. Hell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep shopping those sale racks for the rest of my life. I,
1: that's how I grew up. That's how I grew up. And
0: I grew up with layaway. You don't know what yeah. that is.
1: No, I do too. I absolutely think it's Marshall and TJ Maxx used to have it. Yep, I absolutely layaway.
0: Like my both yeah. my parents, God bless their hearts, they both worked blue collar jobs. We didn't have extra money. We lived paycheck to paycheck. My, well. I I lived. They worked paycheck to paycheck, and you know I have my mother would shop a year before buying stuff bigger for me and put it on layaway. That when school would start, then things had to be adjusted and altered and whatever. So I never had the clothes that were like fresh on the line, the like all my friends. I never had any of that.
1: That's fair. I didn't have the new stuff because. Um, um, my size, because I was bigger, you know, I was, I was wearing, I was out of the junior department very early, and because um, I had a very conservative mother, so I grew up in like the Britney Spears era, right, So like your stomachs out and all of that. Not, not in my parents' house, absolutely not.
0: That was a no-no for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had that at all. I've, I've never really had that crop top or anything. Maybe in the gym when I was really training super hard, but not now, uh-uh. <laughs> okay what is your favorite book to read I mean you could say this one but what is it-
1: so so many you know what I actually did down read at the back of the book I have a list of my favorite books um, kind of like source of inspiration because so many books have inspired me and helped me on my way um, there's one right here like this just off in Untamed by Glennon Doyle okay I love, um, I read the Bible quite a bit. Uh, the Alchemist, I love. Um, anything by Mary Williamson, I, I I just devour. I read a lot of kind of spiritual things. Again, going back to that positive. Mindset. Positive things, those positive mindsets. Mm-hmm. Um, and as entrepreneurs, sometimes you have to be reminded, like you have to stay faithful. And like or when you're writing a book and you feel like you're not sure how you're gonna get it done, reading works of people who've done great things will remind you that it's possible.
0: That was so well said. Thanks. And the one thing I love that you said, you also love reading the Bible. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, okay, so let's talk about that because you you brought up the Bible, you brought up uh, spiritually, you brought up all the things that make you feel positive and empowered and worthy. Mm-hmm. What are you most afraid of?
1: Let's. I'm gonna answer that um, in a story. So right okay. before the book came out, mm-hmm. I was just talking about cortisol levels, like high, high, high stress, and um, there's just so much to do. There was just you know, like you know, like there's just execution, ever like just details of the book itself, the marketing, all of these things. And I randomly kind of ran into my dad. We had the same chiropractor and she scheduled us back to back on purpose because she knew, I think she knew how stressed I was. I needed to see my dad. And we had lunch and I was on the verge verge of tears. And Mm -hmm. he said, Morgan, are you worried that people aren't gonna like the book? And I said, no, I'm not worried that they're not gonna like it because I know God gave me this book. I'm worried that I didn't do everything in my power to make the book a success. And so that's my fear of like, not doing um just making sure that I've done all of my work. Like faith without works is dead, right? So like I really want to put in the work so that, you know, that your audience can hear of uh, learn about this book because it was written by me but written through me. Like there was a message from God that came out of this and I just wanna do all of my part to make sure that 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 the universe and God and again this isn't a religious book the text, but a text that this work is, is spread as much as possible. So that's my fear is that on my dying day that I did all, I gave all the credit to God in the works that He gave me.
0: Okay, so let me just debunk that. Thank you. <laughs> Everything you wrote in this book is absolutely inspiring and beautiful and loving, and it clearly came from your heart, your soul, your gut, your worthiness. And that is a grace from God and spirit and light. And positivity within the world that stands within your very soul. Thank you. You have nothing to be afraid of. Nothing. See, it
1: doesn't trick question.
0: <laughs> you have nothing. Nothing to be afraid of. Believe this book is worthy of anybody in the world to pick it up and read it. This book seriously needs to be to given to every eighth grader before they head off to high school. This needs to be in the classrooms. Thank you. Thank you. That is how powerful I believe this book is. It literally put shivers on my arm. And you talking about it and saying, I'm not sure I am worthy enough that I put enough into it. I have to debunk that you put everything into this and the the Holy Spirit the angels anything you believe with the light and how everybody looks at the positivity of life itself worked its way through your heart your soul your mind your brain your fingers to write this book Thank you. this is your journey this is your path Believe. You're right, thank you. Believe. Thank you,
1: thank you, thank you. Yes.
0: You nice. are your best advocate. So, if someone ever asks you this question again, what are you most afraid of? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Thank you for that. Ooh, that was good.
0: Nothing. I am not afraid of anything. I will conquer my challenges as they come at me.
1: Say that one more time. Say
0: I am that. not afraid of anything. I will conquer those challenges as they come at me.
1: Ooh, that's a word right there. Yeah, that's a t-shirt. That's absolutely. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm gonna have to rewrite that
0: because my poor brain. Sometimes I say something and then I go to write it down and I can't remember. It's recording. It's recording. <laughs> yes. I'm so recording. Wow. Yes. <laughs>
1: Get it
0: back. Yeah. <laughs> so get it. All right, now that I debunked your debunk, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what is your favorite food?
1: Domino's pizza. Oh
0: my gosh, okay, why? It's a thin crust, so like back in my Weight Watchers
1: days, like I've like a thin crust okay. like so I can eat a whole thin crust by myself. And it's like, and it's for, before my, my nutritionist might be watching this. So, I like before I was on my smoothie plan every Friday, I'd have a down like Domino's would be like my like, thing for the week. Like, I made it through the week, thin crust pizza and a brownie. That was my thing.
0: You know what? And, and even if you're your um, nutritionist or what did you call him? <laughs> yeah, nutritionist. nutritionist is watching, we all deserve. Two days out of the week to eat whatever the hell we want.
1: I'm going to say one, but,
0: like, yes, two days maybe. But I'm not there yet. I got goals. <laughs> I got goals. Okay. Oh, I got goals, too. You know, and, I, and I have to
1: it's the gateway drug so like once i like like once i open the like once the brownie hits my lips like it's a rat like it's not even just two days and like those two days turn into like a whole week of debauchery so like i have
0: to like contain myself oh my gosh oh my gosh you know i go through periods and i can't eat the same foods on a normal basis um only because of my ms i've learned that It doesn't matter what program I'm on. My body adjusts and adapts and then backfires and attacks me. So I am constantly changing the way that I eat constantly. Um, And then I just realized, yeah, if I'm going to eat that, And I'm ready to eat that, and I know what it's gonna do to me. It's my own sacrifice, and I gotta live with it the next day. And then unfortunately, my husband has to live with it too, because I'm like, why did you let me eat that? Now I look like I'm nine months pregnant. And I'm not kidding you. I have video, I have photos after I eat certain foods. I literally go from, you know, a a semi flat stomach, I've got, you know, that extra muffin on the top. but it goes out to a full nine month pregnant belly for twenty four hours and it's the most painful thing in the world. So with that being said, we can all have neuro we can all have nutritionists and they yeah. cheat too
1: and they totally do
0: and I, 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 I cheat and
1: here's the thing I've been doing so clean and I would cheat with just the pizza and then one day I was having a really bad first day and I was like I'm gonna get the brownie too and I hadn't had that sugar in so long was actually sick oh. I, was, I, was, I couldn't even get I was like yeah
0: but then, but you knew, you knew, knew that it could react in a and good way or a it. bad way. Aww. I didn't even enjoy
1: it. And I was like, that was good for me. That was good for me. And I'm like, okay, I've evolved.
0: But at that moment good. in time, you were worthy of it.
1: Absolutely. I, I that, that week I earned it.
0: <laughs> there you go. Another great phrase, you were worthy of it that week.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Totally love that. Okay. so once i'm gonna i want to read this one because i just i love this one so it is from her book um the worthy wardrobe it is i think it says page 65 (laughs) (laughs) yes page 65 without a firm foundation of truth about your divinity and your worthiness, it's impossible to have style. I'll let yeah. you read that now from your own voice. Page
1: 65. The
0: 65? Yeah, Right here. Oh,
1: yes. Right in the middle. Without a firm foundation of truth about your divinity and your worthiness, it's impossible to have style. And that went back to the idea of, until you love yourself, man. We can't even talk about clothes. Right? Clothes have nothing to do. Clothes are purely the outer expression of your inner thoughts. That's it. And if those inner thoughts are negative or, or not healthy, then your wardrobe is going to be just the same.
0: That is so another damn t shirt. <laughs> You're going to have the Worthy Wardrobe clothing line.
1: I, I I receive received but here's the thing I tell a lot of my clients to not rely on graphic t-shirts too much because can be a, they're not my favorite thing to wear but it's going to be it'll be somewhere yes maybe a bumper sticker <laughs>
0: <laughs> a bumper sticker or... Or, a merch, or like
1: those like those campus coats. right sure we can do that.
0: Yep. that would be perfect those little shopping bags that everyone yes, buys That, you know, you bring to the beach, you bring wherever. That this phrase right here says it all. I love how you have throughout your entire book these phrases. Thank you. These are phrases that you could literally write down on a post-it and put on your mirror every single day. Yes,
1: and I actually also added affirmations in the book at the end of each chapter to help women with that section of like affirming your divinity, affirming that you're golden, like affirming that you're, you're pretty and smart and powerful, like, I think, um, and I'll even test again, this book was very, for me, just as much as anyone else, we hear about the concept of affirmations, but you have to, like, use them, and you have to, like, repeat them, and that's important to do, so I wanted to, to give that as a reminder to women as well.
0: And, and, and that's so beautiful that you did that for all of us, but women, seriously, I'm telling you right now, you hear me speak about positivity, you hear me speak about being your best advocate, looking to the positive of life, that your life will change. This book, you gotta get it. The Worthy Wardrobe, you've got to get this book. It is literally how we are living our lives every single day in our closets, in our mind, in our past memories of why. Gotta let it go. Gotta let it go. The past is the past. Learn. Exactly. You learned from it. Write it down if you need to, and release it. So Best yeah. Is the
1: past and like you know, you have no idea what God has in store for your future. And right? so like you, you being stuck in the past it's just it's it's literally putting limits on God and the universe. And so you you have to just stay in this moment and be open. I I never thought I would be here. I never thought I'd five years ago. And here I am and I I, I wasn't in my faith walk the way that I am now. So when you can open yourself up to that, that's when the universe can amaze you. I'm sure like Dom when you were in the your true depths of hell, of not knowing what was wrong with you, what you yeah. imagined be here. You know? Yeah,
0: like I never would have imagined me having my own corporation, having my own nonprofit. I never would have imagined being an author. I I'm like the worst speller in the world. <laughs> I, I thank God there's a button I can push that listens to my words and then sometimes it just Flippin' changes it to a different word, which actually kind of drives me crazy. Jenna just sent a note. Say, you have ever noticed that if...
1: you're not dressed right, then the mom group excludes
0: you. Jenna, all right, let's talk about the mom group. By the way... Because I'm not a mom yet,
1: so
0: Okay, well, Jenna, Jenna is my best friend of all time. We have been through... Heaven and hell together, back and forth, raising our children, working in the corporate world together at Victoria's Secret. Yeah, that is so true. The mom world. Do you know that before I even knew I was diagnosed and going through all that hell and the pain and thinking I was crazy and being haunted and nobody would believe me, Jenna was the only one I ever spoke to. I would get up at 6 a.m., shower, change, get my hair done like I was going back to work at Victoria's Secret, put on the perfect heels, the perfect clothes, and walk them out of my car, stand in the line at the mommy group, and most of them would be like, why are you so dressed up? You were getting dressed for
1: the carpool on my back?
0: Yes every day because i did not feel worthy to fit into that group and i was judged constantly and if i did show up one day in sweats everyone was like are you okay are you sick what's wrong but they didn't want to hear about it it was just one of those comments in life but this happens but this happens to people every single day of your life
1: absolutely absolutely
0: okay if comments are made I listen and I judge a comment being made I don't if someone's walking towards me and whatever they're going through I'm constantly giving them a smile and a hello and anytime I think someone looks fabulous I tell them
1: Mm-hmm. And I, you honestly never know what women are going through. Like like you so that's why you have to give everyone grace and be and be friendly and kind or even if you're not gonna smile extend like send just a positive vibe mm-hmm. in a way. Um I even talk about this in the book in relation to sexiness how as women we're our own harshest critic to each other. Like we judge other women based on what we've been imposed on what femininity or power or sexiness means so we we, we become the crabs in the barrel and and our judgments of someone say more about us than they do about that person and i think that yeah like that i'm i'm, I'm sorry that you had to turn to the mommy group because you know they're projecting their own shit on you what they their own insecurities on you
0: do you know i never realized any of that until i wrote my book
1: Mm. What was that like a for you? Or like
0: what, what what did that for you? Reliving my entire life from age two and writing it on paper of all of the good, the bad, the ugly, the torment, the suicidal thoughts, the happies, up and downs, everything is in that book. There is nothing held back. Um yeah, I never felt worthy. I never felt comfortable in my own skin. I always felt like I was always trying to just keep up with the pack. Yeah, I know. That. And and the pack wasn't a part of my life, but I always felt like I was keeping up with the Joneses and the pack and like what is the perfect mom? Yeah,
1: and then the pack. Then once you find if you ever do get accepted into the pack, you realize that they have their own things too. Like, you know, like they're not perfect or you like, and for me, I felt like in my twenties, everyone, it's like a, a quiz of life and everyone had the answers but me. And then I realized, oh no, they're going like, they're making it up as they go along too. And that helped me kind of give myself a break of like not, there's not a magic or one way to do things or one way to show up or one way to be like, you have to be yourself and you, everything you've been giving is perfect for you and where you're supposed to be going.
0: And I love that you just said that also because when I said in the very beginning, who would have ever thought I'd be modeling at 49 years old, a mom of three, and it was just the new way of demographics. And I was like, okay, yeah, um, okay. <laughs> you know, and I got so much more comfortable and confident in myself and like looking at pictures I'm like oh that's a horrible one and it's like yeah it's actually not because it's you and I never realized that ever in my life and then you know when I started my Instagram in the very beginning I would post my workouts and talk about multiple sclerosis and talk about the 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 downfalls of MS and the downfalls of life in general and things that I was going through and then When I started modeling, I was like, wow, I'm doing this, like this is awesome. And then I got offered some other jobs and I got offered a job to be in these giant windows. Well, it was a photo studio and I was in extremely sexy lingerie from Honey Burdette. And every time, uh, that way, every time, I would post it, because I'm proud of it, I would get nasty hate mail, or I would get, that's not part of MS. You know what? It damn well is. Because- Who says it can't be? Yeah. Who says it can't be? You can be whatever you want with any disease, or whoever you are with no disease. Own Thank it, you. love it, live it.
1: Who I am is part of my story, and I'm all, like, I think as women, I feel like we have to compartmentalize, or we can mm-hmm. only be, you can't be sexy and smart or you can't be sexy and with the with a condition like no like we have you to can, the limits off ourselves
0: it, thank you you can be whatever you want to be
1: absolutely. absolutely
0: and be worthy of it
1: yes absolutely
0: and stand up and be the best advocate of it
1: wait like my Mary, I call her Aunt Marion Williamson in my book because I feel like I just love her so much. But you know that quote when you give, when you shine, you give other people who wish to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like you putting that lingerie on, like that gave some woman or even anyone MS confidence to try something new and to show for themselves. Like, yeah. That it's literally you start a fire and it, and it burns through everyone else. Like you, you light the candle.
0: Yeah. And guys, I'm 54 years old.
1: You should
0: tattoo that <laughs> on No, because then what happens when I turn 55? No, like, like, you
1: know, like the little slash marks, like, because like some people get really slick each year out of line, because that's amazing. But, yeah.
0: So I, <laughs> okay, there's some Botox in my forehead right now that helps me with my, uh, my facial issues that I have living with MS. Um, and if you can... Uh, I'll attest, you don't, I don't even have to attest this because you can go back and watch any interview I've ever done, my face actually kind of like shifts downward on the right side of my face. So yes, I do get it. So it kind of like helps me stay in structure. Uh Yes, I do Botox. Wow, I love that.
1: Like I'm so thankful that you found things that help
0: you. Yeah, And and they hit it right in the spots where like when my brain says shut this side down, it still happens. You'll see like my 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 face will go down because i won't let them do my lips because then they can't speak i won't be able to speak
1: thank you for being so candid about this stuff like i you know because when someone looks at you and sees the more fabulousness and the gorgeousness and they think well you know her ms can't be nearly as bad as mine and But you being candid about these things that you're doing or have to you've been through I yeah just as a reality like i it's authenticity is just something that is not, it's rare these days. So thank you for, for being so oh, cool.
0: Thank yeah. you. Like, I, I'm as an open book as anybody else, anyone can be. You want to know something, I'm going to tell you exactly how it is. Right. You want to yeah. know something about in my past? Like, sure. How long, How much do you want to know and how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Um and but I was never like that until, you know, the last 2 years and until I realized I'm who I am for a reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to tell my truth whether you like it or not. I'm going to continue to move forward in the positivity of the light and love myself.
1: Amen. We have
0: to. Yeah, we have no to. Way to be. And just own it. Own your truth. The better you own your truth and you're open about everything, your life will change. Yes. Not Mm -hmm. owning
1: it and not feeling good. We've both been there and it's there's just there's just so much more to life and like God again, whatever God you believe in did not put you on this earth to be miserable or to, to not know that you were loved and honored. You know, like that's the the thing that I just wish women would really understand, like, like your normal way of being is not the only way of being. Exactly. You know, like there's, there's another way if you trust the process and if you really just, if you do your work, if you, if you say your affirmations, if you pray to whoever you pray to, if you are confident in yourself, and you make decisions each day to show up for yourself, that's, that's all. Like, it takes work, but it's the best kind of work.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thank you for saying that. Alright, so Morgan. I know I did not ask you half of the questions I sent you. So but we went through so much and um there's one more thing that is really um I that I, I, I've highlighted that I've hearted, that I've like starred that I which is that? Um, and you're going to have to read it because it really needs to come from your heart in your words as you wrote it in this book. So it is on um, 73. It's right in the middle. It's one of your quotes. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. This has to be said before we hang up.
1: Okay. No one knows that the size tag says on your clothes they just know when something doesn't fit. So give yourself and your body a break and buy the size that fits you best no matter what it is. Yeah, and that goes back to what we talked about of why clothes can be, um, I call it a landmine where you like a size should not be, a size is not an indication of your worthiness, or your value, it is a decision that somebody made in an office in another city way far away from you and to not let that get you hung up on anything.
0: Thank you. Yes. No matter your
1: size, you're worthy.
0: No matter your size, color, where you grew up, how much money you have, you are are worthy. worthy.
1: Yes, you're worthy.
0: You are worthy. You're your best advocate, you're worthy. You're empowered. Every single woman has a voice. Every single child, man, husband, anything that can speak, even animals. We all have a voice and we are worthy.
1: Amen.
0: To the world. Hear me roar. <laughs> Hear me roar. Oh my gosh, all right. Guys, Morgan the worthy wardrobe this is a book that all of you should be ordering right now on amazon what is your instagram i know what it is but i'm going to have you speak it so it comes up
1: morgan Wider style Mm
0: -hmm. start following morgan send her messages she'll reply back and morgan we need to have you on one more you know, what? I'm going to have you on every other month because this Let's book has so much information that women today need to hear.
1: I'm honored for you to share your platform with me. I think one of these will be from your closet so we can see all the amazing things that you have. We'll do it for mine. Uh, I, from the bottom of my heart, just thank you so much for, for your... No,
0: Morgan, thank you. You have honored me today. You have honored the world with writing this inspiring book that is worthy of everybody to read. It, and I'm very serious about what I said earlier. This book needs to be a book that everyone has to read in the eighth grade before they head off to high school because that is the next step of where the thoughts of, I am not worthy to be here, start to happen in our lives in a more impactful way. And this, you know what, Morgan, you need to start a campaign on getting this book in the schools.
1: Thank you. I hadn't
0: thought of that yet. Thank you. Young men and women need to have to read this book. We are all worthy.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Suit. I wish I had known that sooner.
0: You know it now.
1: I do. Yeah. You know it
0: now. You're not afraid of anything. You are worthy. You are worthy of everything that comes your way. In the positive light that surrounds you. And I am so grateful that you honored us today with your time, your passion, your laughter, your beauty. And you oh, like, are just I know, I incredible.
1: I honest, I Thank you for all of that. I, yes, it's truly, truly, truly,
0: Thank you, Morgan. Yes. All right, anybody that is watching this podcast, leave us a review on my IG. TV. anyone that listens to the podcast on Apple please leave me a review on Apple the more reviews we get the better and the more I get to run out and look for these incredible amazing stories from around the world and if you follow me on Spotify just hit the click on little follow and go from there but go out today follow me on both and if you want to be on Domery. Live with Don Marie here at Don Marie Healthy and Fit today. I posted a story right there with all the questions. Fill it out, send it back to me, and you may be our next guest, Morgan. Uh, we're, go- we're I'm going to call you once I get all this done and all the editing thing into my podcast, and we're rescheduling you again I love soon. It.
1: Let's do it. Let's Soon. Do it. Thank you, thank
0: you, thank you. Have a fabulous Thursday. You too, my dear. And get on the phone with your governor and get this book in the, in the schools.
1: I'm going to do it online. Yeah. I'm a idea. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for thank watching Live with Tom Marie, And we'll see you next Tuesday.